Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vampire Historian Podcast. This is your host, Dax Stokes. And um, this episode is going to be a little review of uh, uh, this past weekend here in Dallas, which was the Dallas Comic Show. And the Dallas Comic Show is a smaller uh, fan convention that's mainly focused on comic books themselves. Um, you've got a lot of artists, uh, comic book creators, um, most a lot of the uh, vendors are comics related. Uh, sometimes more than you would find at a, at a larger convention that's a lot more entertainment or pop culture. Um, this show does have uh, some actors, but they're usually uh, um, you know smaller, maybe uh, kind of niche actors or um, kind of with a cult following uh, that you might find. Or uh, comics-related uh, actors as well. So um, it's a definitely a smaller show. It was held in uh, Richardson, Texas, this over Saturday and Sunday. Um, and uh, I particularly went to this show because there were two, um, mainly two different people that I was hoping to uh, get to talk to a little bit. Um, and uh, those are two vampire-related uh, creators. Uh, the first one being Steve Niles, who is the creator and author and writer of Thirty Days of Night. Um, the films and uh, the comic book series, uh, and um, on this episode here, you'll get to hear my. Uh, I did get to interview him, so that interview will be here on this episode in a few minutes. Um, we also did on, on Friday night. I was able to attend a, a 10th anniversary showing of uh, 30 Days of Night, the film, and um, Steve Niles came and did a Q and A there to kind of intro the movie, and then uh, we, we, you know, they showed the film there. It was at the Alamo Draft House in Richardson. And uh, that was a fun experience to be in a, a theater full of people who uh, came specifically to see uh, Stephen and, and to see the movie that were big fans. And there were a lot of interesting questions asked there, that Q&A. Um, and then on Saturday uh, at the actual comic show, um, we sat down at his booth for, for a few minutes and, and got to talk about uh, some of the things about th- the 30 Days of Night and some of the things that make it special and how he came up with some of the ideas. Um, the other uh, person that was at this show... Uh, it's Kevin Grievix, who is the uh, creator of Underworld, the whole Underworld series. Um, and he wrote uh, the original story um, for Underworld uh, and created it and also acts in the movie. Uh, he's one of the werewolves, Rays. Um, he's, he's, uh, he was the creator. And um, he also went on, you know, was responsible for the story, uh, the basic story for the, for the rest of the, uh, the series and also wrote the comic series for the um, Rise of the Lycans part of Underworld, um, which was also you know the third movie in the Underworld series, and uh, he's in that one as well. Um, so the, he uh, both created it, uh, wrote some of the screenplays, uh, and acted in the in the films as well. And he was also the uh, creator and writer of I Frankenstein and several other comics. He actually owns uh, a comic book uh, company as well as production companies and things like that. So he's involved in all those. Um, I didn't get a chance to interview him. He was um, his table was pretty crowded the entire time that I was there at the show, um, and uh, it's kind of difficult to interview some of these people at, at the shows. Um, but uh, I did get to speak with him for a minute, uh, you know, um, a little bit, but didn't get to record anything with him. Uh, so maybe one day we'll have an interview with him. Uh, but other than that, it was, it was an interesting show. Uh, again, it was much smaller. The vendor room, uh, you know, didn't take too long to walk through, but lots of interesting stuff there, and, um, I did talk with, uh, some other people, and if you, um, there will also be an episode over my other podcast, uh, Behind the Con, which is the podcast that I'm doing now about, 
uh, fan conventions. Um, there will be an episode there about the show as well, and I'll have an interview there with a, an independent comic creator that I that I sat and talked to for a few minutes. So um, be sure to check that out behind the con podcast. Uh, you can find that on any podcast app. Website is behind the con com or on social media behind the con. Um, and that episode will be uh, up pretty much the same time as this one here on this podcast. So uh, stay tuned now for um, my interview with uh, 30 Days of Night uh, creator Steve Niles. Thanks. Okay, I'm here at the Dallas Comic Show with author, creator, writer Steve Niles, who created the 30 Days of Night comic series and helped write the films and get all of that stuff going. Welcome to the show. Okay. Good to be here. And uh, last night we, uh, I attended a 10th anniversary showing of the movie 30 Days of Night with a little Q&A. And um, it was kind of a very interesting crowd. It's the first time I actually saw it on screen. I didn't see it the first time it came out. There's a lot more jump scares than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> than there were. But um, so you talked a little bit uh, last night the Q&A about your real inspiration for writing this book was Barrow, the city itself. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, it was just, I thought this was just a fascinating town. You know, I read about it and... Um, what aside from the fact that it went dark for you know 55 days or more you know i i really i was amazed by the fact that you know it was also a dry town they didn't you know there was no drinking there because of the, the level of depression so i just i just thought it was a fascinating setting and then just the added it's dark vampires can invade you know angle really you know sold it for me could you talk a little bit about your um your vampires themselves, their physiology is a little bit different than other vampires with their kind of more shark-like teeth and how you kind of came up with their physiology a little bit? Well, you know, all credit for that goes to Ben Templesman, you know, because I drew or I wrote, you know, I remember describing to him, I said, these things are like land sharks. You know, they don't care about you. They're just monsters. And then, you know, if you look at Ben's art, he came, he came up with the idea of these just vicious teeth, these rows of sharp teeth and stuff. So really... All that, all credit goes to Ben for that. Uh, and you also changed the mythology a little bit with how you killed them. Um, was that a de- kind of a deliberate thing that you did? Well, I mean, still sunlight works and beheading. You know, they can be blown to bits. They're still physical creatures. I mean, that's the thing. I guess what I really removed was the magic. You know, there's no, holy, holy water doesn't do anything. Crosses do, do anything. You know, none of that. It was just keeping it physical. And, um, you know, there's a scene, uh, one of the, uh, probably one of the classic lines from the film, at least, is the one where, uh, where you know, Marlowe says, God, no God, you know. So that kind of takes the religion out of your kind of origin of the vampires. Yeah, exactly. That, that was something that Brian Nelson came up with when he wrote the screenplay. It's one, now it's one of my favorite, you know, lines of the film. I love that. Um, speaking of Marlowe, did you, uh, is that kind of a little hat tip to Stephen King there with the name? Yeah, yeah a little bit. You know, I growing up, I absolutely loved Salem's Lot. It scared the crap out of me. You know, the the scene with the kid in the window scratching at the glass and stuff. You know, even though again, you know, totally magical. You know, vampires really, but I, I always loved them just because he was mean. And the the transmission of the vampire kind of, um, I guess, virus in a way is different, a little bit different in your stories. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it goes, it's it's much faster. It's you know, it's an infection. These things. They're like rabid dogs. They carry this infection with them. So, you know, in the story, one of the things we wrote, because you know, they know anybody they attack will turn. So one of the things, they rip the heads off 
you know, to make sure people don't turn because unlike a lot of vampire movies, they don't want other vampires. It's competition, it's, you know, for food, and food's hard to come by if you're a vampire. So, so that was really that. Um, one of the things I like about this movie, and I, when I do, I do a lot of lectures about vampires and films and things, and I always bring this one up uh, along with, um, oh, now I'm drawing a blank, the, the Ethan Hawke movie. Um, oh, I can't believe I forgot the name of this movie all of a sudden. Um, date, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's there somewhere. <laughs> Um, but those, you know, those, those kind of movies um, at the time in the early 2000s were, or the middle 2000s were kind of the first ones to do something different with vampires. Um, I'm kind of surprised nobody's done this idea with Alaska really I'm before. Shocked. I've always been stunned nobody else came up with the idea, especially somebody who actually lives in the Arctic Circle. You know, figure somebody's sitting up in Finland watching Dracula, and they go, "Oh my God, what a night!" You know, but daybreakers, <laughs> daybreakers. But you know, anything that kind of changed the narrative, and now it's more common with the Strain and the Van Helsing series. These are all kind of flipping the story now to where the vampires are more, you know, uh, the majority, and or the kind of the uh, the prey or the predator even more. Um, well, is there any kind of stuff that you're working on right now that um, that you want to talk about? Well, nothing really related. Well, some sort of vampires. I've been doing October Faction, which is about a retired monster hunter um, trying to keep his family together. And he's got two young kids who want to become, they want to do what their dad did. So, you know, I've got, so it's kind of a new take on a monster hunter. Monster hunter. Okay, that should be good. So, um, and uh, where can people find out more uh, information about you or find you on social media or anything? Yeah, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. I keep my Facebook public so people can always see what I'm promoting. Um, and my most recent series, actually, is called uh, Winnebago Graveyard. And it just wrapped this week. Oh, great. Yeah. Any, uh, any more, um, you know, film or television stuff in the works? I'm always pushing for some, you know, film and television. You know, we've got things in various stages of development but nothing really solid yet well i appreciate you taking your time to speak with us today thanks for having me that's great i hope you enjoyed that interview with uh author uh, steve niles and um want to remind everybody that you can always find me at thevampirehistorian.com or on facebook uh instagram and twitter uh vampire historian or the vamp historian on twitter and instagram um you can also find me on Patreon. Um, if you uh, are interested in maybe helping support the show, you can uh, search on Patreon and uh, consider making a, a donation there. That will help uh, cover costs for making more episodes. Um, again, coming up this October, I plan to do the same thing I did last year, which is to try to do an episode each week, um, maybe even more than one. Um, we've got some interesting things uh set up for October, so stay tuned for that. Um, and again, also, if you ever get the chance, you can go to uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Stitcher, um, and rate and write a review for the podcast. Uh, the reviews really help um, get the podcast higher up in the series. Um, right now, even though this is the only vampire-centric podcast on iTunes, it still comes up around uh, number 11 when you search for vampires, so uh, let's help get that one up there, get it up a little bit higher. Uh, you can do that by helping rate and review the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. So you can find that at the Vampire Historian um, there and rate and review. 
And if you have any questions, you can always email me, thevampirehistorian at gmail.com. And thanks for listening.